Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I'm your host, Justin, and I am here with my co-host, Kyle. Hello. And John. What's the haps? Hello. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Well, despite that, the bar is now open. Welcome to episode number 40. Today's January 15th, 2023. Ah, we'll start off with a little bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping. And that Kyle, means... Have you seen it? It's time for... Has Kyle seen it? All right, Justin, do you have one for Kyle? I'll let you go first. All right, Justin. Has Kyle seen batteries not included? Probably not. I don't think most people have. Kyle? I've seen it. Um, I think, but let me search it up and see. It's a, it was uh, Steven oh. Spielberg. Yeah, no, I haven't. Wow. I knew that one would Wait. get you. Has? Like, hold on. Steven Spielberg? I think so. Yeah. The one, the one I'm looking yeah. at is Matthew Robbins. From like 1987. Yeah. Is it about little robots and old people? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I have not. Well, your six-year-old nephew has seen it now. And yeah. you haven't. Sad. All right. All right. How about necessary roughness? I'd say yes. Uh, I don't think so. I don't even think I know what that is. It's a football movie. Let's see. It's got Scott Bakula in it. Kathy Ireland. Hector Elizondo. Rabbit Lozier. I don't know. I don't think I've seen this. Oh, that's because I saw it today. I lost again. Wow. What else is new? You want to hear? I mean, it's Rabbit Lozier. Our hope for the future is lost. <laughs> well, I have something worse, and it, it'll come up later. You didn't watch Donkey Punch, did you? No. Okay. I haven't seen any of the police academies. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting to say that because you were talking about it earlier. Tune oh, in next week when we find out whether or not Kyle is still part of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's comedy, just legendary. Yeah. Yes. It's all those like old comedies. I don't know why. Like I've seen all the like two thousands one, but anything older comedy, I don't know why. I just haven't seen. Have you seen History of the World Part One? No. I saw the trailer. Just came up for the second one. I was like, oh, I didn't know there was a part one either. But yeah. Mel, freaking Brooks, man. Yeah. 96 years old and still pumping him out. And it'll be better than anything anybody else has written in the last 20 years. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't realize the first game about in the 80s. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Man, it's pretty funny. What the fuck did they teach you in film school? All artsy stuff. I can go through that list. You, probably, you guys probably haven't seen any of them. No, we're good. You're probably right. Yeah. Because we have actual taste in movies. Yeah. Than those artsy fartsy fucks who teach movies. Hmm. I think they're what? both good, but 
That's okay. I don't like artsy fartsy stuff, so. That's too sophisticated. Well, there's some people that, like, I went to school with that, like, and they're super pretentious about it, but I don't know. I think it's hard for me to really dislike a movie. Well, you need to sit down and watch Police Academy. Yeah. Blues Brothers. <laughs> Every movie that we've questioned you about. Yeah. All right. What's next? It's disappointing. Well, if anybody wants to win a Violent Night digital copy, you can review the podcast on your podcast platform and screenshot it after it's post. <clears throat> so- Sorry, words are out of order. Ah! Screenshot it and then send an email of the screenshot to themoviebar at outlook.com using Violent Night in the subject line. And the winner will be announced on the January 24th episode. So, you know, get your reviews in quick if you want to get Violent Night. Yeah. Violent Night. (laughs) All right, well. Dude, is there any big news stories this week? Anybody have anything for a big news story? Not really. I didn't see I didn't anything. Really see anything. The biggest news I saw was the fact that History of the World Part 2 trailer came out. Because that came out of nowhere for me. Mm-hmm. But other than yeah, that, I feel like it's just like award shows right now. Yeah. The shittiest time of year. Yeah. Although Eddie Murphy had a pretty good speech. Oh, Did yeah. you see yeah. that? <laughs> I didn't see it. Will Smith's wife's name out your damn mouth. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> I didn't see it on the actual thing. I just saw the the clips on the like, I read about it. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But all right, let's 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 find out how little John actually does at work with movies we've seen this week. <laughs> well, well, for the record, the kids came back this weekend, so. I'm sure next week's list will be a lot smaller, but I did watch the Way Way Back, um, Piranha 3D, Piranha 3 Double D, Tropic Thunder, which Kyle did give me shit because I gave it, what, two and a half? I don't know, but anything below four is just not right. It was too cheesy. Too cheesy? Yeah. You you watched fucking (laughs) seven Police Academy movies. I didn't say they were fucking great. (laughs) John went full retard. You never go full retard. <laughs> can't say that, Justin. <laughs> I know, but it's not a movie. Now so I, got... I could say it in reference to the yeah. movie. <laughs> and then I watched uh, Assault on Precinct 13, which then led me to SWAT, which then I needed a comedy, so I went to I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Then I watched Reindeer Games. I totally forgot Ashton Kutcher was in that movie. In Reindeer sure. Games. I've not seen that. And then I watched one of my favorite movies, but it was very hard for me to watch Ransom. You know, the the little boy kind of kind of resembled Hunter a little bit, and it's a little hard to get through. But and then I watched Police Academy, Police Academy Two, Police Academy Three, Police Academy Four, Police Academy Five, Police Academy Six, Police Academy Mission to Mos- Moscow. And then I watched Richard Jewell. Me and Hunter watched Liar Liar this morning. Then we watched the 1517 to Paris. Then we watched Batteries Not Included. Violet Night and wrapped up the evening with Phone Booth. Yeah, probably shouldn't have let the kid watch Violet Night. 
Or no, phone booth for that. No. <laughs> he shot that the battery's not. I know. Booth. Okay. The joke. Okay. This is the way you said it. A little young to be watching Violent Night. Yeah. All right, Kyle. How about you? I watched In Bruges, Wet Hot American Summer, Possession, Twin Peaks, The Missing Pieces, and then I went to a Friday the 13th marathon on Friday the 13th, and it was the first six, so Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th Part 2, Friday the 13th Part 3, Friday the 13th The Vaughn Chapter, Friday the 13th The New Beginning, Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lewis. Yeah. That was a whole lot of talking. (laughs) Very quickly. Yes, very much so. I haven't watched much. Um, We were about halfway through Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, with the fam there. Uh, So that'll actually technically be on next week's list. Um, (laughs) I did watch uh, Cop Shop. Haven't seen that before. That was pretty good. Is that the Frank Grillo movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's got Gerard Butler. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, And... I watched a movie on Netflix, Lou, with the mom from Mom. Basically, kidnap story, this secret backstory for the lady. It was all right. It was pretty good. It wasn't great, but not bad. Um, and then today, I watched a movie that I did not know existed. It had Samuel L. Jackson called The Cleaner. Not The Cleaner, but Cleaner. That was pretty good. Yeah, the one where he cleans up crime scenes. Yeah. Oh. I hadn't seen that before. That was pretty really? Good. <laughs> I thought for sure we would have watched that years ago. I guess not. Nope. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, who, who's the, the girl? Um, what the hell's her name? Yeah, that's a problem I can't think of. Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ed Harris, too. Which, yeah. when, when I saw him in it, I'm like, oh, he's got to be connected to this somehow. And then the story goes like, eh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, so he, he did really good in that movie. Uh, yeah. He really kept you guessing because you always kind of expect when there's another big name like that, it's like, ah, he did it. But they did a good job masking it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Almost as good as Out of Time, which is Denzel and Eva Mendez again. So. All right. Well, uh, that would lead us into picks of the week. Ooh. And you know what? I'm going to go first this time. Okay. Okay. So here we go. My, my pick, <laughs> oh, sorry, is Beverly Hills Cop. After his childhood buddy is murdered while visiting Detroit rebellious cop Axel Foley, played by Eddie Murphy, follows the leads to Beverly Hills, California, under the auspices of a vacation. He checks in with old friend Jenny Summers, played by Elizabeth Eilbacher, and starts to believe her boss, art dealer Victor Maitland, Stephen Burkoff, might somehow be involved in the murder. However, Lieutenant Bogomil, Ronnie Cox, of the Beverly Hills Police Department does not trust Foley and hinders his search for evidence. It was released December 5th, 1984, and directed by Martin Brest. Ooh, fun name. Um, I mean, this movie is just classic. Eddie Murphy, hilarious. Good action, good comedy. Judge Reinhold plays great. 
I mean, classic, 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 classic. Probably the, should have asked Kyle if Kyle has seen it. And if he says no, slap him through a computer screen. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, they're making a fourth one right now, aren't they? Yeah, I've heard. I mean, the first three were all good. I liked all three of them. Fourth one might be a stretch, but we'll see. It's been a while since I've seen it. i gotta, I got to revisit that one. Yeah. All right. How about you, Kyle? What's your pick, Kyle? <laughs> I chose Possession, which is uh, – it just got added to Shutter recently, and they promoted it a lot. They were excited to have it on. I guess it's kind of a rare movie. It's not usually streaming. But after Anna, played by Isabel Ajani, reveals to her husband Mark, played by Sam Neill, that she is having an affair, she leaves him and their son Mark – she leaves him and, him and their son, sorry – Mark is devastated and seeks out Heinrich, played by Heinz Bennett, the man who cuckolded him, only to receive a beating. After a series of violent confrontations between Mark and Anna, Mark hires a private investigator to follow her. Anna descends into madness and soon is clear that she's hiding a much bigger secret, one that is both inexplicable and shocking. Um, so basically this whole description happens within the first 15 minutes, and then it is just a wild movie uh, directed by Andres... Zulawiski. Um and yeah, just really crazy movie, really good. Uh kinda similar to Hellraiser in ways, but um I don't know, I just really enjoyed it. And yeah. Never heard of that one. Nope. Yeah, it's uh it's it's in English, but I feel like it should have been in a different language. It had that kind of feel. And I think it was probably originally supposed to be in German or something. Is it my turn now? I suppose you may go. We'll let you have a pick this week. So my pick this week is Ransom. Through a life of hard work, airline owner Tom Mullen, played by Mel Gibson, has amassed a great deal of wealth. When a group of criminals want a piece of his cash, they kidnap his son, paid by Bradley Nolte, for a $2 million ransom, encouraged by his wife, Renee Russo, and FBI agent Delroy Lindo, Tom prepares to pay the money, but the ransom drop goes away. Enraged, Tom decides to turn the tables on the kidnappers by making the ransom a bounty on their heads, which he announces on national television. This came out November 8, 1996, and was directed by Ron Howard. This, You know, this has Gary Sinise... Donnie Wahlberg, uh, Liv Schreider, and Mel Gibson, Renee Russo. Really good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. It's not on, but like it's 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 not on any streaming services except for TNT. Hmm. It all depends on who owns the rights. I believe Disney does. Yeah, it might but. be a little bit too much for Disney Plus. <laughs> but like, it's not even on Voodoo or Movies Anywhere or Amazon Prime. Like, it's just crazy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was that whole, you know, blow up with the Jews and all that stuff. I don't know. He's not exactly a very sought after man right now, or for a while he was, and he's starting to make his way back. But yeah, well, it's a good movie. Uh, Check it out. It's on, T- yeah, it's it's on the TNA app right now, so 
Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, then I guess it's time for the main event. This week we will cover Violent Night. An elite team of mercenaries breaks into a family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone hostage inside. However, they aren't prepared for a surprise combatant. Santa Claus is on the grounds, and he's about to show why this Nick is no saint. <laughs> this movie was released on December 2nd, 2022, directed by Tommy Workola. Had a box office of $75.7 million and a budget of $20 million. It's rated R for strong, bloody violence, language throughout, and some sexual references. It's currently not streaming on anything, but it will be available on DVD, Blu-ray, Video on demand, January 24th. Well, it's currently on video on demand, but DVD and Blu-ray on uh, January 24th. Um, so David Harbour is Santa Claus slash Nicomund the Red, a legendary Christmas gift bringer and former Viking warrior. John Leguizamo as Jimmy Ebenezer Scrooge Martinez, who's the leader of the mercenaries. Alex Hassel as Jason Lightstone, Alexis Louder as Linda Lightstone, Eddie Patterson as Alva Lightstone, Cam uh, Giganet as Morgan Steele, Leah Brady as Trudy Lightstone, Beverly D'Angelo and another holiday classic as Trudy Lightstone, Andre Erickson as Bjorn Gingerbread, uh, Brendan Fletcher as Krampus, Mike Dopud as Commander Thorpe, Alexander Elliott as Bertrude Burt Lightstone, Mitra Suri as Kira Candy Cane, Ken Iden as Frosty, Fong Jiang as Tinsel, Stephanie Sai as Sugarplum, Cha Li Yoon as Techie, Sean Skeen as a mercenary working for Mr. Scrooge, and then Eric Athval as Richard. All right. Let's start with just that opening scene. <laughs> what is in the I bar? Mean, oh my gosh. He's in the bar and he's just complaining and he's <laughs> drinking and he's talking and, and then he gets up and he goes and the lady follows him <laughs> up to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was hilarious and a great a great start to the movie. I mean that yeah. that that's a hell of a way to open up. A lot of the people movie. I went with to the theater, they thought it was they knew it was Santa and stuff, but they thought it was um like he was like a mall Santa or something again, and they were very excited to see that he was like actually Santa and then just knowing what was kind of coming. Yeah. And that was a great reveal yeah. because they kind of set it up where you're like, oh, is he just like a random Santa guy? Yeah. But then, you know, reindeer poop kind of settles that. Yeah, and I mean the whole the whole story was it's a fairly original story. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have plenty of horror movies about Santa Claus, you know, yeah, killing and all that stuff, but you don't have one about Santa, you know, being down on his luck, mm-hmm. not feeling that Christmas spirit, having problems with Mrs. Claus and all that stuff. You you don't get to see the Santa Claus. Life. Yeah. It's always ho ho ho. Well, this shatters that. But I mean, it does it in a great way. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to kill anybody. Yeah, he gets I mean, he, 
It's like yeah, putting he, he Tim, has like, that that dilemma. It's kind of like putting Tim Allen's Santa Claus in fucking Die Hard, you know, taking over yeah. for John McClane, and that's what they said. It was pretty much Die Hard. I believe we said it a couple of weeks ago that it's a mix of fucking Home Alone, Die Hard, and um, the Santa Claus. With plenty of references to all of them throughout. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think also, like, my favorite part was that they had him be, like, an ancient, like, Norse warrior and, like, yeah. the whole part with his hammer. That was just great. Because I think that was, like, I feel like I haven't really seen anything like that was Santa before in movies where, like, I mean, I, I think he comes from Norse stuff. So, like, I don't know. That was cool. Yeah, as a guy that's portrayed Santa Claus and done a lot of research on the character, I have never read anything that he's a fucking... A Viking warrior, you know? Mm-hmm. You should start bringing oh, a hammer with you. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Act up. Act up. Act up. You're on the naughty list. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, the whole, you know, like when he when he's there and he realizes what's going on, <laughs> the, the reindeer leave him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on! Get back here! Come on! You're leaving me to die! <laughs> I love when he's scolding the reindeer for pooping oh. on the roof. Who <laughs> was a dasher? Come on. Oh, man. Yeah, and I think he, he also says something like he like references rain, uh, Rudolph and how like the other reindeer don't like him or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Rudolph wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he has, he has that whole conflict that he's, you know, he, he's always worried. And, you, know, you don't understand quite why he's worried when he's worried but you know that whole when they they swing back to the viking mm-hmm. you know beginning you can kind of see it so that that yeah. that part at the beginning where it was kind of like you know it, it made you feel like well does that mean he's human like he doesn't want to get killed or is it that you know he doesn't want to be the one who has to do the killing and he mm-hmm. quickly found out it's definitely he doesn't want to have to do the killing. <laughs> but, I mean, he's good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And in some fun ways. My 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 personal favorite being the, the Happy Gilmore reference with him just going ham with the, the uh, ice skates in the barn there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, that was awesome. That was a good one. What 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 do you what do you think was your favorite of the kills? Because they were numerous, and it's kind of hard. I mean, yeah. that last one is impressive. Yeah, yeah. And that I was think that was my pretty favorite. Pretty freaking spectacular. Yeah. I mean, also just like the scene when it um like when he's in he's kind of outside in like the little cabin area. And when he first is thinking about the hammer and he kills like all the guys in the one room, that, that just whole scene is great. Yeah. I love the scene when he's trying to like run up on the girl with the tinsel mm-hmm. and that fucking animated Santa's like, hope you've been nice. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, thanks a lot. Traitor. And like when, uh, Traitor. It, I feel like one of the most home alone parts was like when the guy keeps trying to go up the ladder, keeps falling down, <laughs> oh, and he gets like stabbed. Oh, man. That nail, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. You knew that was coming. That they're actually gonna, you know, not see it or whatever. And he steps on the thing and, 
oh, and then the bowling balls start coming down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was awesome. You know, the girl gets up there and she's all, ha ha, you miss me. And then she's freaking stuck there. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. Very good. Um, but I mean, the, the, well, I, you mentioned it when, when you're going over the cast about Beverly D'Angelo. Yes. But her part in this, just when you meet her, the one liners and, and, and her talking about, that was yeah. That was great because you go from Beverly D'Angelo and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, you know the the nice mild mannered housewife to the foul mouth. You know, kids is just she is, you know the the kids just sucking up to get my money, fucking mother. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I I honestly had no idea it was her until the credits, where I was like, oh my god, I didn't either. Yeah. Not until the second time I watched it and I was writing up the notes for the show. Mm-hmm. I said, what? I didn't even realize that. Yeah. She looks, she's got to be how old now? Let's see. Oh, oh daddle. I mean, she's in her 60s. But... Yeah. Um, 71 years old. Oh, well. Well, that was awesome. She looks some. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, she's still, I mean, I've seen, you know, you've seen her off and on. On you know like law and orders and stuff like that over yeah. the past few years, yeah. but I you know I feel like, like she like, plays great in this movie. Yeah, and I mean the whole cast is really, like John Leguizamo too, so great. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I saw him in this and then the menu like pretty quickly, so it was cool yeah. to see him in two yeah. big roles recently. But no, he he played great. I mean he, you know, playing that, you know. Not necessarily overconfident, but, you know, super confident, you know, prime boss who then gets fouled by, you know, the numbnut son there. It's <laughs> And what is well. it? And I, I love how he gave the reason why he hates Christmas and why he called himself Mr. Scrooge mm-hmm. when he was talking about when he was eight years old and his dad mm-hmm. got laid off and all the neighbors had nice stuff. Yeah. And, like, it still had, you know, obviously people are getting brutally killed throughout, but still had that, like, Christmas spirit, especially with that stuff. So, yeah. It, it was a good balance. <laughs> after he, and I mean, af- uh, so after he kills the first guy, and they're calling him on the radio, what was it, Frosty? Yeah. Frosty, check in. Uh, is Frosty the guy that I just killed? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. David Harbour was just perfect casting too. Yeah, no, I yes, agree. He, he did great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the thing that surprised me the most was the way that they tied in like the him and the little girl mm-hmm. and like the whole connection and they kept that like there was more believability in that connection there than you see in half of you know, the, you know, big award movies there, at least I feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think they did great, mm-hmm. you know, having that, that they had great chemistry when they were talking to each other and when they were interacting on the screen, even when it was just through the walkie talkies and she had no reason to believe he was real until, you know, but even the fact, that. even the fact that, when she's talking to Santa Claus and she's saying, I'm talking to Santa Claus, nobody believes her. And then they come out with the, 
Santa Claus isn't real. That's just something parents say to yeah. kids to make you behave or whatever. Like, to even go that route, but then have them all say, I believe, spoiler, I believe at the end. Like, yeah. It, the writing on this movie was fucking amazing. It was, it was, it was great. Cause I mean, like I said, that, that whole story interacting with the story of, the son who stole from the mom and the sister and in-laws that are trying to steal and you know, suck up as much as possible to the mom. I mean, the, the whole thing really came together quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, none of it really gets lost. It's all quite followable. It's not, you know, there's not a lot of crazy, oh, crap, you know, this happened over here, but I missed that over there. So I missed what that, you know, they kept it all completely followable, you know, easily is an easily transverse story. Um, but what, what, what do you think is the potential for a sequel? I mean, I, I think it can be it's the classic, like, you know, John Leguizamo's character as a brother. And like, he's like hearing about Santa killing him. And then he wants revenge, like perfect setup like that. And I think, I mean, part of me the whole time was expecting Mrs. Claus to come and also be like badass and killing people. And I thought, her, I, I, I was telling my friends, I, like, I think they're going to cast like a really hot actress. And like, it's funny because David Harbour, you know, he's overweight. He's kind of this big guy and they'll have like, like I was saying Marissa Tomei or something would be perfect as Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. But uh, if she's also fighting, I think there'll be something like that. I think they were teasing Mrs. Claus a lot. And yeah. like David Harbour has said in interviews, he wants to see a whole Violent Night cinematic universe. Yeah. Easter Bunny, fucking Cupid. Yep. You know, this is the Santa Claus movies for horror fans, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of see it as they set it up, whereas Santa now realizes the true impact he can really have on the naughty list. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of gave him that, you know, go out there still, give to those who need it, but find the ones who need it and take yeah. care of that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I could see, you know, I'd love to see, like you said, you know, an Easter Bunny story mm-hmm. like this. You know, what, what way can they go with that one? It yeah. has to be different, obviously. It can't just be... Oh well, mercenaries are breaking in on Easter Sunday, and here comes the Easter Bunny pooping out freaking eggs. But yeah, you know, also obviously they have to go a different route with it. But I think well, yeah, for an Easter one, they could do something with like an Easter egg hunt or something like that. Um, like maybe there's a treasure or something, and there's like groups going after it, and the Easter Bunny needs to stop them because maybe there's a little kid also trying to find. I don't know something like that. Well, I think. I you know, I think it could go the route where, you know, an, another break-in, kid in trouble, Santa Claus comes. It's a bigger force than he encountered in this one. So he needs to call the backup, which Mrs. Claus brings fucking Easter Bunny, Cupid, and all these other legendary figures. You know, the Sandman and all these other people from that mythical world there. The Leprechaun. Yeah, Cass Warwick Davis, too. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, John Leguizamo's character even says maybe we should come back and ruin Easter. 
with the Easter mm-hmm. Bunny. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I'd like to see him take the Easter Bunny really, really campy and have his origins back at like the death of Jesus. <laughs> He's just hopping through. That would be great. That would like be funny. you know, like they opened the stone and he was gone, and then just a bunny hops out of the cave. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. What did you guys think All of the right. scene when they're given presents? I think it definitely showed the type of character that that person is. I mean, I that that scene kind of felt a little out of uh, out of it. Just with the way that she had to quickly kind of hide, you know, what she was finding out on that card, I think. Yeah. That, you know, I, I think they missed a little bit there. Um, but when they got to the whole, oh, okay, if nobody's going to tell me what happened to it, you yeah. know, yeah. and they come up with the nutcrackers and all that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. that. I think that's why it. she put it away, because she knew what they were going for wasn't there anymore. Well, that's the thing is she yeah. saw the note that he left in the present. So she immediately knew, wow, you actually inadvertently just saved my ass. Yeah. Granted, it, you know, obviously it's not going to, because if it's mm-hmm. not there and they expect it to be there, you're going to piss them off. But, <sighs> you know. Hey, but here's the photo of the day I was born. Yeah, I know I was there. I remember it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. All right. Do we recommend this movie? Because I, I think, sure as hell do. I think this is a movie you can watch any time of year. It doesn't even have to be Christmas, and you'll enjoy it just as much. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Definitely I recommend do. it. Mm-hmm. I do have to say that, you know, I kind of watched it late, so slight housekeeping, amending, that was definitely the number one movie of 2022 as far mm-hmm. as I see it. Um, I just saw it before that. That episode, or I saw it after that episode went out. What are your ratings? I yeah, give it five mugs. Five mugs. I give it a four. I'm on the five train too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, you guys kind of downplayed it since you saw it before I did. But I mean, the, the story was, all of the stories were good. They were cohesive, well thought out, well plotted out. The kills were fantastic. The action was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for more. Well, it currently has a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. A 73% on Rotten Tomatoes and 4.5 out of 5 on Voodoo for ratings, so. Not bad. You it know. is good. And, I mean, it obviously made enough money for a sequel, so. Oh, yeah. That's almost a shoe yeah. in. It'll get it. I just hope that, you know, they do it right. Keep yeah. going in the right direction. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, GG is an awesome idea, awesome concept. Killer execution. Can't wait to watch it multiple times. <laughs> so it was written by the guys that did Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Wow. Who knew Good thing they didn't fuck up his mouth. 
<laughs> it was his. It was his fur that they messed up. It was the whole thing. I would say. No, Sonic. It was his mouth. Oh, that was his whole problem. Was his mouth? People saw him on. It was definitely his mouth. I remembered. It was freaky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that means the bar is now closed and none of this is colored. So thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, and at Movie Bar Pod on YouTube. Don't forget the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. And get official Movie Bar shirts at bonfire.com slash store slash movie dash bar dash podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to check out our website, www.moviebarpod.com. Thanks for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by contacting us on social media or via email at themoviebaratoutlook.com. Please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget, once you review it, send a screenshot of your review to the movie bar pod, uh, the movie bar at outlook.com. And we will pick the best review to win a free copy of Violet Night on, I believe it's Voodoo or Movies Anywhere, whatever it says. But bye. <laughs> bye. Hey, I, w- I won't know what it says until it comes out in two weeks. Okay. <laughs>